Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And he flew around the globe reversing time and fixing all of the tragedies. Mm. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Look how fast I did that. Welcome to the show. Wow. Wow, he certainly had his coffee this week. This week we're talking about the upcoming Flash movie. Uh, believe it or not, it's currently in cinemas because uh, <laughs> we're so far behind on the schedule that every time we do an episode, it's just playing catch up. Mm. But the movie isn't out yet when we record this. Of course, we record all of these episodes in advance. So there's no way that we could have cheated because Matty D and I are going to attempt to predict everything that's going to happen in the Flash movie just based on the, the trailers and the promotional material alone. That's right. There's been some private screenings, but we have not that's right. listened to any spoilers. No. I'm trusting you haven't either. No, no, no. There's no spoilers. As far as I've seen, there's been no spoilers that have leaked out. Also, I've been avoiding them as much as possible. I've been doing the same. I think there has been stuff that people have leaked, but- Because integrity on this show is more important than being accurate. Absolutely. And so, Maddie D and I have learnt the hard way, specifically Maddie D more so than me. Because <laughs> I'm a cheater. That uh, cheating doesn't get you anywhere at the end of the day. Yeah. And the real hard-fought victories are the ones that mm. really matter. So, we're hoping for a really, really hard-fought victory this week. So, if, you, if you're keen to see The Flash, if you listen to this episode and you're like, geez, I wonder if they're accurate or not, you can actually go and see the movie because it's currently in cinemas by the time that this episode's released. I'm excited. That's right. You can listen to the episode, then go watch the movie, or watch the movie and listen to the episode. What exactly. a fun time. The world is your oyster. <laughs> what a great time to be alive. <laughs> I could think of nothing better to do with your weekend. Yes. Yeah, let's let's get to it. So, uh, let's talk about the comic book character, The Flash, before we dive into what we think is going to happen in the movie. So, the character The Flash first appeared in Showcase issue number four all the way back in 1956. The Atomic Age, I would say even though he has nothing to do with uh, nuclear energy or atoms or anything like that. <laughs> well, I know that he can vibrate really fast and then use that to like travel through things. Yeah, but we can all do that. That's true. That's true. Have enough coffee and anyone can do that. So, I know nothing about the character of the Flash or the universe that the the Flash inhabits. You're like the resident comic book expert on this show. So, I'm going to look to you, Matty D, to explain exactly who the character of Barry Allen is and how he got his Flash powers. Good question, Kieran. Wow, I'm getting such a blank look from <laughs> Good question. So, I believe he's a forensic scientist. Wow, I and, didn't know that. Uh, and uh, I can't remember how he got Are his you telling me Ezra Miller in these movies is a forensic scientist? Yeah, yeah. So, I, he's like CSI. Yeah, yeah. So, he, he's like a blood well, splatter expert. Well, he's- um, he's Secretly a serial killer on the weekends. Well, he's his mother died when he was very young. It's going to play into okay. the movie that we're looking at. Yeah. And, the, and his father was incriminated. He blamed okay, yeah. for it. And so, that's what led him to his career in forensic forensic science. Okay. And I can't remember how he got his flash powers. Something to do with lightning, something, I think. Something like that, yeah. But essentially, the story of the character was Superman was a great success, Batman was a great success. Okay. So, they're like, oh, let's pump out another superhero. Let's just take a look at what worked for Superman and pull out like certain superpowers right. from Superman. And they were like, what if there was just one guy that could go really, really fast? And that's it. And they made the Flash. And the Flash used to wear yellow and a helmet with really? wings on it. Really? Mm. Like Hermes? Yeah, exactly like Hermes. Except Hermes has wings on his shoes, doesn't he? Yes. I don't know. Yes, Are we completely underqualified to be talking about this sort of topic? Yeah, probably. Because I know, like I said, I know nothing about this case. You've already explained way more than I knew. Yeah. So, yeah. I know like a fair bit about Superman, a fair bit about Batman in the, in the same way that any lay person does. But then when it comes to like these more sort of, I wouldn't even say that this is an obscure character. No. These like sort of slightly out of the limelight characters like Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. I'm like, I know nothing. Well, we've never had a, a serious movie, cinematic movie. No. You know, about him. So, I, this is kind of the first time he's in the limelight. We've had plenty of media around The Flash since we had the two TV shows, uh, the 1990 TV show, if you remember that one, with Mark Hamill as the, the what was his name? The Giggler or the, the Trickster. The Trickster. Yeah, it was the Trickster. And in 2014, that TV series as well, which I believe Ezra Miller had a cameo in that as well as Flash from another universe. So, apparently the Flash has the power to, to travel in time, the same way that Superman did in that original Superman movie yeah. of just going really fast in the opposite direction and traveling through time. And that was something I wasn't aware of until I started doing research for this movie. So, yeah, it's something that the Flash is able to do. It's a big part of the Flash sort of storylines. He can go really fast. He can go past the speed of light. And it gives him the ability to go backwards in time, reverse time, mm. and also travel to other universes. Wow. Jeez, again, this is something I had no idea about. And, of course, the Flash that we're here to talk about this week, Ezra Miller's Flash, first appeared in 2016's Batman vs. Superman, which I haven't seen. <laughs> So, I'm completely lost there. And he also had a cameo in Suicide Squad, which I don't remember. He was the one who arrested Captain Boomerang. Okay. I had to look that up. I don't remember wow. that. 
And of course, he was a main character in 2017's Justice League, another movie that I haven't seen. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so this will be my first time, aside from Suicide Squad, that I've ever seen this character on screen because I never watched those Flash TV shows. I saw the, the clips with the trickster because, of course, who hasn't? Mm. But aside from that, I've never seen this character put to film at all. Maybe that might work in your favour because I think they're going to- Oh, so I'm going to go in with no preconceived notions. Yes, because okay. I, th- I think they're going to make this movie accessible to everybody. I think right. they're not going accessible to- Accessible to a- Batman and Superman fans, well, you mean? Yes, I think they're not going to assume anybody has any prior knowledge about the Flash. I think they're more assuming that people would know about Batman, know about mm. the Justice League, things like that. And yeah, I good think point. they're going to- not really have an origin story for the Thank Flash, goodness. but kind of have an origin story for the Flash, if you know okay. what I mean. I think yes. we're going to get a lot of information about who he is in this movie. I'm just so over the moon as being like the non-superhero fan on this show that we're not getting uh, just another generic, boring origin movie. Don't speak too soon, Kieran. Wow. Okay. So, you're predicting an origin story. I'm, I'm predicting like a soft origin story. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I, I think I see where you're going with that thought, but yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not going in that direction. So, so, let's get into talking about the movie that we're here to speak about this week. Of course, The Flash. 2023. It's been in development since 2020, so before you go throwing accusations around about this ripping off Spider-Man No Way Home, you're completely wrong because Spider-Man No Way Home and this movie were in production at the same time. It was COVID that caused this production to be shut down, as well as several other issues in the back in the DCEU headquarters. What terrible timing, because this movie is just going to be compared to- All of these other similar movies that are coming out at the same time. I love that movies at this point in time, it just really feels like this to us because we're, you know, being exposed to it every single week. Mm. It's just movies have devolved to like, oh, look, something I recognize. Oh, look, something I recognize. And then a movie is just a series of like cameos and references rather than like actually fleshing out a plot that's compelling. Or have a plot at all. Exactly, Super Mario. I'm looking at you, Spider-Man. Super Mario. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this movie is literally just going to be like, oh, look at all these references and cameos we have. Like, I... Don't get me wrong, both Maddie D and I love Spider-Man No Way Home to death, but we both understand that there's no substance to that movie. We only enjoyed it because of all the references. It was a but that was a one-time thing. Like that was a one and done, like, okay, we've had our like, oh, it's chock full of references. We don't need another one of these. But that's all they're giving us now. <laughs> yes. And people just keep eating it up and it makes money, which is why studios keep doing it. And it's not gonna be an exception this week. So, but like I said, this movie really was a forerunner in that boat in some regard, because it was being developed before Spider-Man No Way Home came out. So, it was attempting to do this stuff at the same time that Spider-Man was trying to do this stuff. So, it's just like you said, it's really unfortunate that it's been delayed so long and come out after all these other movies because people are just going to compare it to these other ones and not give it the credit that it might deserve. And it won't pack the same punch as it might have Absolutely. before. You remember that Spider-Man movie? People were like gasping and cheering and yes, fainting in the audiences. And I think that might still happen with this one. Who knows? I think it less so, you know. You're saying that people are desensitized to that stuff. They just expect it now from movies because given that we've seen so many recently. I think people will be excited, but not as excited as they may have been. Okay. Because even Fast and Furious movies are doing that now. Like the last one, Fast X, was just so chock full of like characters from the previous movies. And I'm like, I don't even know who these people are anymore. (laughs) So, what do we know about this new movie so far, Matty D? Okay. So, there's about three main trailers to this movie. That's right. What we see in it is Barry Allen is somehow gone back in time, screwed up the space-time continuum. Yeah. Good and, job, Barry. Yeah, and has eliminated all- They call them metahumans, but I'll just call them superheroes. Right, right. And now he's got to fix it, and he- <laughs> Stay awake, Kieran, stay awake. Well, We've got plot sounding to very through. interesting. And then- well, uh, This is where it gets interesting- mm-hmm. Other characters from other universes come oh, in. yeah? Like mm. who? Like the original 1989 oh, oh, Batman. Now, oh, now I've got to go see the movie. And he gives his famous catchphrase as well. Yeah. So get excited about that. Yeah, what's that? Well, you know, when he's like- You remember the bit in Batman where he's waiting in the airport? Batman 1989. Yeah, where he's waiting in the airport and he's like, you want to get some nuts? <laughs> Let's get some nuts. <laughs> Stop it. You're ruining my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, we see Batman. We see a- Michael Keaton's Batman, right? Michael Keaton's from Batman. From the 1989 Tim Burton movie. Yep. And we see a, a, a Supergirl as well. Sure. Uh, and there are other people as well that I've noticed in this cast list. So Interesting. We'll get into get it, excited. I suppose. So, th- so, essentially, he's building like a team to kind of save the world. And defeat also General Zod. I think that should be also Yeah, who cares that. about General Zod? Don't know why he's in this movie. He was a good villain. Was he? Yeah, I think so. I didn't see that Superman movie, so I have no idea what he was like. 
If you say he's a good villain, I trust you. Yeah, he was he was all right. He's barely in my plot. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out as well that in the final trailer, so we had three trailers, as you mentioned. There was the official trailer, trailer two, I believe it's called, and then the final trailer. The final trailer has Pink Floyd's time in it from yes. Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. I just wanted to point out, this is the second superhero trailer from a movie that we've covered on this show to have like a uh, remixed version of Pink Floyd in it. Do you remember the first one? Now, that would have been- New Mutants, right? That's right. The original trailer for New Mutants had uh, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 in it mm. by Pink Floyd. So, this is our second superhero movie with Pink Floyd in the trailer. I love how loose the soundtracks are to the to the movie. It's, like, it's oh, not going to be in the movie. Time, right? You yeah. Because he's trying to fix time. Literally, the, the trailer editor was just like, what songs have time in the title? Oh, wait. Time in a bottle is too slow. We, we can't something do that. something from the 70s or 80s yeah. that we can slow down and use for this trailer. Yes. I, I, I dug it, to be honest. I thought it Google sounded cool. Time. Oh, look, there's a Pink Floyd song called Time. Let's just use that. Does it fit? Not really. Let's just put it in anyway. Strip out the audio and put in like behind it and that'll do. Like we do with all these fucking trailers that we watch on our show. So I do actually have the official synopsis from the Flash website. The Flash, of course, movie website. Did you want to hear that and yes, see if that sheds it. any more light on the subject? Let's hear it. So it goes as follows. Worlds collide in The Flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation. And there are no superheroes to turn to. Ooh, this yeah. is but, a bit, bit slow. But he That is until Barry can coax a very different Batman. Oh, now I'm excited. <laughs> oh, now we can go see the movie. Out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian. Ooh, is that, is that Superman they're talking about? Albeit not the one he's looking for. Oh, <laughs> less interested now. Ultimately, to save the world that he's in and return to the future that he knows, Barry's only hope is to race for his life. But will making the ultimate sacrifice be enough to reset the universe? That's it. What a question. That's basically my entire plot. I don't That's have anything it. beyond that, so have- I don't even need to do a plot this ha- week. Have you missed the part where he has to get his parents to dance the fish under the sea, you know, oh. <laughs> dance and get them to kiss? So he's it's the enchantment under the oh, sea dance, Ready, D. Sorry. The enchantment under the sea dance. What, Lorraine? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about who's in this movie and then dive straight into our plots, because from what I understand, we both have somewhat long plots this week. Mm-hmm. It's a big, epic superhero movie, so we've got a lot of and twists a lot going and on. turns to cover this week. So, yeah, so playing the character of Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, is Ezra Miller, who, of course, we've talked about. You're laughing. Oh, I'm just saying, is he is he in this movie? Uh, the, yeah, maybe. The promotional material. Sorry, so playing the character of sidelined Barry <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Even though there's two Flashes in this movie, he's still sidelined by all of the other characters. He's been so buried yes, for this movie. Buried. Yeah, and of course, we've talked about Ezra Miller before in Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. So, welcome back to the show, Ezra. We won't go into all these legal woes. Sorry, we won't, we won't go into their legal woes this week. No. Because uh, they've got too many to list and it would just be the rest of the show. Next up, playing the character of Karazor L, aka Supergirl, is Sasha Calais. Now, she's most famous for being on The Young and the Restless, and she's never done a movie before, so this will be my first time ever seeing her personally. I've never watched The Young and the Restless, at least not in this decade. No, me neither. But what a part. What a part yeah. to have your debut on screen. From daytime soaps to blockbuster movies. Jeez, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she crushed the audition, Kieran. There you go. All right, next up, playing the character of General Zod is Michael Shannon, who, of course, we've talked about in Knives Out. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I saw him in a movie. I think that was the last time I saw him, too. So, welcome back to the show, Michael. And next up, playing the character of Iris West is Kiersey Clemens, who, of course, we've talked about before in both Scoob and Antebellum. So, I'm hoping she has a better role <laughs> in a better movie this time. I Fingers crossed. I don't know if she's doing a lot in this movie, man. She was one of my favorite characters in Scoob, so, yeah. Can't say she was one of my favorite characters in Antebellum, though, because I have no favorite characters in that movie. <laughs> next up, playing the character of Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, is Michael Keaton. Look at this, his return from the last time we spoke about him in Morbius, in another superhero movie. <laughs> so, this is uh, Michael Keaton's first time returning as Batman since the early 90s. Are you excited, Manny D? One of your favourite movies of all time. I love this movie as a kid. It was one of my- The original. My introduction. Yeah, the, original the original Batman. The original Batman. The well, 1960s Batman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I did love, actually. Yes. But the 1989 Batman was what ushered me into the superhero world. There I you feel go. like he was my guy. So, am I excited? Yes. Wow, he sounds hesitant. Uh, it feels very pandering, but yes. I'm sure I'll enjoy aspects of what they do. Let's see what they do. 
Because aside from saying I'm Batman and, you know, saying his famous catchphrase in the trailer, I'm not seeing him do much else. I'm seeing a lot of CGI. <laughs> There's the original score, which is cool. Yes. Let's see if they actually use it in the movie. I'm sure they will. Fingers crossed. So, next up, playing the character Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman. Didn't we just mention him? Is <gasps> Ben Affleck. Yes. In his last ever time playing the character. Yeah. In his best performance as Batman, he said. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he said, I quote unquote, finally get the character and this is the best performance I Great. make as Batman. So, it'll be my first and last time seeing him as Batman because I've never seen him in a superhero movie as Batman before. Oh, really? Oh, wait. He had a cameo in Suicide Squad, didn't he? I think so, yeah. He arrested the Joker and Harley Quinn when they're driving around in a sports car. Yeah. Like the Batmobile chased them and he jumped on the roof. I remember that. But, you know, that doesn't really showcase Ben Affleck's character. Uh, he was good. Character. He was yeah? good Batman, I think. I was always keen to see what he'd be like playing Batman, but I just, of course, not being a superhero fan, never actually sat down and watched him in, like, a leading role in one of these movies. So, hopefully, I could, yeah, I, he's going to be, like, a very minor role because he's all the way down at the arse end of the cast list. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hopefully he's good in this. And he disappears as well. Like, he has to disappear after Barry sort of screws everything up. Yeah, that's right. So he's going to be replaced by Michael Keaton when uh, Barry changes history, basically. So, playing the characters of Henry Allen and Nora Allen are Ron Livingston and Maribel Verdu. So, they're Barry Allen's parents. So, I just wanted to mention them as well. And that's our entire cast list. Let's get straight into our plot. Can I add something here? Because there's a sure. rumor that a certain Nicolas Cage is going to be Yeah, in I did movie. hear that. That, that hasn't been founded, so I can't say it. No. That's only a rumour. So, I'm it's only, only saying what's been confirmed. And, of course, Gal Gadot is, is coming back as well. Again, that's a rumour. So, we don't know that. Okay. I'm sure we both worked them into our plot. Yes! <laughs> you I'm know sure it. we did. I can't wait to hear how. Because how do you work Nicolas Cage's Superman in? If he comes in riding a giant spider, that'll be the best thing in the universe. <laughs> I worked it in my last movie about Nicolas Cage. You did. That's why I was so excited. I'm like, oh, he's, we're actually going to get long-haired Nicolas Cage <laughs> riding a Superman. Spider. Riding a spider. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'd love that. It's just a, a mechanical spider, not like yeah. a real spider, like a... Like the one from Wild Wild West. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, my God, that'd be sick. That was what he was supposed to fight in that movie, if you remember. Yeah. The one that never well, went yeah, ahead. Yeah, the rumor was he was going to fight a giant spider, but I thought the spider was like an alien, not a, not a mechanical It was one. an alien mechanical spider. Oh, cool. But and then, of course, that whole plot point got reworked into Wild Wild West, so. <laughs> a great movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. Speaking of, shall we get straight into what I think is going to happen in the yes. movie? Yes. My turn to go first this week. Yes. How do you feel I've about a lot this of one? my play? I, I think I fucking nailed this one. Oh, Maddie yeah? Thing. Yeah. I, I hear I'm that 100% you, confident in it. I hear that you had a few drinks whilst writing this plot. Yes. Is that going to show? Mm, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit. It, it may come across like I'm reading this for the first time. Hey, look. It may be related to the drinks that I had yesterday while Hem- writing the plot. Hemingway, when he wrote, he drank, you know? That's true. And so that's Stephen yeah. King. He yeah. wrote all of his best work, either stoned or drunk. So, so. This, this could be, like, really good stuff. It could be. You know, I know that. the movie's, you know, literally just about to come out next week at the time of this recording. But uh, the writers of the, the, the movie might listen to it and be like, oh, shit. Could do some last minute change. <laughs> this is just too good not to include. Anyway, all right, dick pulling aside, let's get into it. So, I think the movie, of course, is going to open with a childhood flashback. Wow. It literally Shocking. a flashback because, you know, it's the flash. All right, explain the joke a little more, Kieran. So, I think we're going to see Barry Allen's mother, Nora, being attacked and fatally wounded by a mysterious home invader. And Barry, as a child, walks into his kitchen to find his father, Henry, holding his dying mother in his arms. And he begs Barry to, in the words of Skrillex, call 911 now. Barry, mistakenly thinking that his father was responsible, runs awkwardly and stiffly out of the house. <laughs> he does, does Did he? you see that in the trailer? Looks like the kid has never ran before in his life. Well, you know, that's his character arc, is learning how to run as the Flash. He, I think Forrest Gump was more, like, agile when he first had the braces on running than this child actor. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway. Oh, dear. Picking on the child actors yes. again. Well, do a fucking better job <laughs> next time. Pick a better runner. Yeah. That's literally your whole character. So- We see present-day Barry Allen dressed as the Flash watching this scene play out, and this flashback is revealed to be a nightmare that Barry constantly has. So, it's sort of like a lucid dream. He's just watching this traumatic event play out over and over again. We also learn that Henry was falsely accused of Nora's murder and killed himself in prison years ago. Is that accurate to the comics at all? Uh, I thought he was still in prison. I didn't realise he killed himself. Well, in my plot, he killed himself, so he's dead. So, both parents are dead. Poor young Flash, he's an orphan. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he becomes Batman. Because I remember in the TV show, he visited his dad in prison. Right, okay. Right. But I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he killed himself. <laughs> in my plot, he did. So, if, if it doesn't happen in the movie, oh, well, bully on me. 
<laughs> so around this point in the movie as well, so we get like some day-to-day stuff in Barry's life. We'll have a scene with his love interest, Iris West, who's only here out of contractual obligations. <laughs> yep. QC Clemens is like, hi, bye. So Barry starts his day as per usual, stopping off at a local sandwich shop since he has to eat constantly due to his ultra-fast metabolism. That's something I remembered. And Barry gets a call from Alfred Pennyworth, who, of course, is Batman's butler, being played here by Jeremy Irons, mm. telling him that the Justice League needs his help since a robbery has gone wrong at the Gotham General Bank. Barry asks if Superman can sub for him because he's trying to get a sub himself. But Alfred tells Barry that Superman is busy saving a town from an erupting volcano in a different country. Barry asks the sandwich guy to hurry up with his order, but the counter clerk tells him that there's no rushing art because he's a real sandwich artist. Right, he's a real, yeah. <laughs> Barry is forced to change into the flash and leave without eating, but as he goes to head to the crime scene, he's stopped by a gaggle of enthused young fans. Female fans. Or little girls, of course. Barry convinces one of the girls to give him her candy bar before shooting down the street. So he gets a, you know, one of those boost candy bars, you know, <laughs> and shoots off to, you know, save the day. So we join Batman mid-action scene who drops out of his bat plane on a bat bike. Just enjoying a drink over there, Matty. <laughs> Batman chases a fleeing group of robbers who are in the middle of a police chase. So they've robbed the bank. They've gone out of the bank. They're, you know, shooting at cars. Stuff's blowing up. It's a really exciting scene. Like all the, we were really bored by like the Flash's uh, <laughs> origin story. We don't care about the Flash. And then Batman movie. turns up and we're like, oh! <laughs> so Wonder Woman turns up in her second cameo of 2023, since she won't be in any future DCEU movies. And Aquaman shows up to remind the audience that there's a second Aquaman movie coming later this year. Uh, actually, Aquaman's cool. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> the Flash turns up just as things go wrong and is forced to turn back time to save everybody by running really fast or something like that. <laughs> In order like to save- well, That's essentially it. Yeah, in order to save the rest of the Justice League. So, they're basically dead to rights. Something happens to them to catch them off guard. Oh, shit, they're going to die. And then Barry's like, hold on, I can do something. He goes back in time a couple of minutes. He's able to save the day. There we go. We're setting up- We're foreshadowing his whole ability to change things in time by, you know, time travel. Makes sense so far? Makes sense so far. So, apparently in the Justice League movie, he also saved the day by traveling back in time. That is correct. I didn't see that movie. Yes, that is correct. He, that's that's the climax of the movie is him traveling back in time and reversing whatever happened. I can't remember what it was. So, it's literally the plot of the Superman movie. Essentially, yes. The Richard Donner. Essentially, or- yes. And the build up was, you know, Flash didn't know if he could do it. He never did it before. Right, okay. And he's like, well, theoretically, if I go faster than the speed of light, I will be able to merge with the speed force. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then I'll be able to reverse the effects of, you know, whatever was happening. Okay. All right. Cool. So, this is pre-established information here. So. Yes. Yep. He so, this is something this. he's already can do. This is in my plot as well, by the way. This is something he's already done in the past, so he knows he can do it. But he's never- He's always cautiously using it because he's, he doesn't really know the full effects. So, speaking of, after the battle, Barry has a few beers with Bruce Wayne. Of course, Barry is eating the entire time because, you know, he's got to keep eating. And Bruce tells Barry that he should take it easy on the whole time travel stuff. Barry thinks that he can use his time travel powers for the greater good, including saving both of their parents. He's like- I could go back and save my parents. I could go back and save your parents. Mm. But Bruce adds that altering the past could destroy everything they know and the scars of their past made them who they are today. And I've written here in huge capital letters, message alert. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. There it is. But Barry has seen Back to the Future too many times and thinks that time travel can only be a benefit and decides to go back and save his mother from being murdered. Yeah, and he's also watched that Avengers movie too. That's right. (laughs) Wow. I didn't even think about that. Avengers Endgame is the one with all the time travel, right? So, he does so, there you go, simple as that, and finds that his mother's murderer is actually an evil version of himself. Ooh, don't worry, kids, this plotline will never come back again in this movie, except it does come back in my plot, so I don't know why I was being such a smartass there. (laughs) So, now that Barry has saved both of his parents, he travels back to modern day in the hopes that the changes will be permanent. He wants his family to still be around. So, you know, he sees his younger self embrace his parents, everything's all happy, so it's like, great, I'm going to have the childhood that was taken away from me. But when he returns to the present, he's horrified to find that Superman's old nemesis, General Zod, has arrived on Earth again and is destroying everything in sight. Barry goes to call his friends in the Justice League, but he finds that they all no longer exist. So, all of, you, all of their phone numbers just <laughs> go to nobody in his yeah. phone. Ring Clark Kent. Well, Clark Kent would be there. Ring Bruce Wade. He's like, what are you, who are you? <laughs> no, no, none of them exist. So, their, their numbers, you know, he calls up like a, a childcare center instead of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> It's like, you've got to come right now. Oh, but I'm 12. So, in order to save the world from General Zod, Barry travels back in time a few days to give himself more time to prepare. He returns to his family home where he's pleasantly surprised to find his mother and father living there, alive and well. 
Barry sits down for dinner with his parents and enjoys a few minutes of normality. But Barry's father asks him how his day at school was, and Barry suddenly realises that another Barry exists in this reality. So, he's not the only Barry. There's another Barry who's been created. And so, this isn't like time travel. This is an alternate universe. Okay. Makes sense? Makes sense. Barry then spots the other version of himself outside, wearing headphones and dancing around like an idiot. (laughs) Using his super speed, Barry leaves the table and tackles the other Barry and prevents him from going inside. Barry 2. That's how I differentiated the two. I did the same thing. Well done. (laughs) Barry 2 is shocked to see a second version of himself. And we quickly learn that his version of Barry never got superpowers. So, he's not the Flash in this universe. He's just Barry Allen. We also learn that Barry 2 is an overacting and annoying version of himself, and the two of us, as in Maddie D and I, will hate every moment he is on screen. <laughs> just judging from the trailers. Right, yeah. Barry tells Barry 2 that the world will be destroyed by General Zod unless they gather a team of superheroes to stop him, but Barry 2 tells Barry that no superheroes exist in his universe. Well, there was Batman back in the early 90s, but nobody's seen him for years. And, of course, that being the only lead that they have, cool. Barry decides to track down Bruce Wayne. Uh, He thinks that's their best bet, and they travel to Wayne Manor. Inside the dilapidated mansion, they find Bruce Wayne, who is now played by a much older Michael Keaton, sporting long hair and a beard, just like in the- what was it? In in The Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Returns. Oh. I'm talking about the comic book. Oh, right. He does have long hair and a beard in The Dark Knight Rises, but that's a reference to The Dark Knight Returns, the comic book. Okay. Which was actually a really good comic book. So, this Thanks version- Thanks for the recommendation, Matty D. <laughs> that's my, 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 my pleasure. Um, so, this version of Bruce Wayne is sort of, you know, a hermit and that's right. given up on life. That's right. That's right. So, he's older, he's given up on being Batman, and, and he's mm-hmm. just a- um, He's a recluse. Recluse, yeah. Okay. So, oh, look what I've got literally written the next line. This version of Bruce Wayne is a depressed <laughs> alcoholic who gave up being Batman decades ago when Robin was murdered by the Joker. There right. we go. Look at me drawing in references from right. Dark Knight Returns. They were going to cast someone as Robin in those original movies. I don't know. I'm trying to remember who that was. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bruce is surprised to hear that Barry knows his secret identity and Barry explains that he's from an alternate universe. Barry explains, or he also explains, that this universe is in danger, and when Bruce asks why he cares about a separate universe to his own, Barry says that he wants to save the universe where he gets to have a family. Bruce refuses to help the Barrys out at first, but a lame speech from Barry about why he became a superhero in the first place convinces him (laughs) to help them out. Barry asks Bruce if Superman exists in this universe, and Bruce surprisingly knows that a superpowered being from space landed on Earth decades ago, and he, himself of course, and he helped the government lock them up in a secure prison. Barry is sure that this being is Superman, and the trio plan to head to the Black Sight prison to break him out. The trio head down to the classic Batcave, where Bruce takes a few moments to check out his old Batman outfits. So, they're in the dark, he flips on a light switch, they're all illuminated one by one, and the classic music plays, like the Danny Elfman music, like, swells up there. Barry turns on the power, and Barry, too, uncovers the Batmobile. He's like, I used to see this on the news when I was a kid. <laughs> and this is going to be the best part of the movie, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the whole audience is waking up at this point. And it's just like, what, Batman's in this movie? Oh, great. <laughs> so, Barry 2 finally realizes that Bruce is Batman because he never actually said that he was Batman. Like, he just knew that this guy was some sort of hero. And so, he discovers this when Batman walks into the Batcave wearing his iconic suit and Barry 2 faints from his sheer nerdgasm. Batman says his iconic catchphrase, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And then kicks both the Barrys in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. So, our three heroes set off for the Black Sight prison in the Batplane, and on the way, they pass Letty and Cypher getting into a submarine with a woman who looks exactly like Wonder Woman. <laughs> there you go. Right. I'm referencing a movie you haven't seen yet. Right, okay. Since the Black Sight prison has extreme security, Bruce tells the Barrys that they'll have to parachute in from above, since, you know, like the radar will pick them up if they fly in too low. And they stealthily make their way into Superman's kryptonite line cell. They do just that, but instead of finding Clark Kent, they find a starving young woman in the cell. Thinking that this prison break is a bust, Barry suggests that they get out of there, but when they're attacked by a team of well-armed security guards, the woman reveals that she actually is Supergirl. There you go. Our heroes fight their way out of the prison, and Batman throws his batarang around, and then he flies them back to Wayne Manor. (laughs) On the way, Batman asks if anyone's hungry, and since they are, he says, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. (laughs) How many times are you going to have this in your plot? (laughs) And they stop off at a nut shop to get some roasted cashews. right, a nut shop, yes. I can't believe you already made that joke. You ruined it for everybody. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everybody. At Wayne Manor, Supergirl introduces herself as Kara Zor-El, and we learn that in this universe, Superman died and never made it to Earth. But luckily, Kara did instead. Since he's completely useless and annoying in every way, our heroes decide that Barry 2 needs to gain his superpowers. So, Batman flies his plane around in a storm with a cable connected to the Batcave. So, sort of like Frankenstein, uh-huh. like we're going to zap some power into you. 
<laughs> what? Okay. So lightning strikes the bat plane, which runs down the cable, sending the bolt down into Barry, the original Barry, not Barry 2, uh-huh. whose DNA and powers bounce across to Barry 2 through the lightning. Makes sense. So uh, it, it does, in a way, yes. So yeah, if you're imagining the lightning strikes the bat plane, sends lightning down a cable, which is connected to like a, a lab in the bat cave, lightning strikes the original Barry, and the lightning bounces across to Barry 2. And he Barry two gets the powers from Barry because the DNA of both of them fuses together. Are you getting this? From I'm anyone? a genius. No, I'm completely pulling it out of my ass, Barry okay. D. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that might happen. So now Barry two has flash powers. He can run around. He's just like, look how fast I am now. I'm like you. He can so- make uh, animation that moves. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Barry 2 makes himself a flash outfit by modifying and spray painting one of Batman's old suits, and he's happy to discover how loose it is in the crotch. Supergirl also recovers her super suit, and she and the Barrys discuss that the S on the suit stands for hope, not Supergirl. The time has finally arrived for General Zod to turn up, and he does so with a fleet of spaceships who immediately blast the planet's surface. And in big letters here, I didn't elaborate on this at all, I don't know why. In big letters here, I wrote, big fight, bad CGI. (laughs) That's all you need, man. That's all you need. So this is in the desert. The military's there. General Zod's ships are there. There's (laughs) Batman's there. The two barriers are there. Supergirl's there. All sorts of great stuff (laughs) is going on. So Batman is killed during the fight in a tearful moment. Wow. Killing off Keaton. Yep. He's dead. And this causes the barriers to fly into a rage, creating a tornado with their super speed to take out Zod's ship. Barry is also gravely injured during the final battle. So, um, General Zod's killed. Who cares? And Supergirl <laughs> has to fly- He's in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Supergirl has to fly him up into the clouds, as in Barry up into the clouds, and let lightning strike him in order to save his life. So, it's basically flatlining, and the you know, lightning goes- Okay. Yep. And he is- oh, <gasps> Comes back to like, makes sense? It makes sense. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, sort of- <laughs> so now that the day is saved, Barry realizes that in order to return to his original timeline, he has to go back in time and let his mother be murdered, since this was the way it was always meant to be. So this He's is gonna Barry's, kill his mother. This is Barry's sacrifice. Oh man, why didn't I write that into it? <laughs> so he is the evil version of the Flash who killed his mother originally. No. So this time around, on traveling back to the event, Barry decides to follow the evil version of himself that killed his mother, and he winds up in yet another alternate universe. Here we go. In this universe, the evil Flash is the ultimate villain. So he's sort of like the one holding the world in his evil clutches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything's burning, basically. And the Justice League exists in this universe, and it's made up of Linda Carter's Wonder Woman from the Wonder Woman TV show. Matty D's eyes just shot up. I'm sure he has the same thing in his plot. George Clooney's Batman. (laughs) His eyes shot up again. And Nicolas Cage as Superman, who comes in riding on a giant mechanical spider. Oh, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, the movie ends on a cliffhanger since all franchise movies are obligated to in 2023. And this cliffhanger will be a waste of time because a sequel will never be made. Nope. And that's what they've said. This, this is the last Flash movie. Then why are they ending on a cliffhanger? Well, why that's, you're, you're saying That's me this. saying that. It's going to end not. on a cliffhanger. They might not. They're going to be desperate and be like, please, like the fans want to know what happens. Like, no, you're not getting money for another Flash well, I mean, movie. It's James mo- Gunn yeah. who's coming in and cracking the weapon. and like, get the fuck out of here. Make room for Peacemaker. <laughs> this might be a Hail Mary. They might want it to do so well that they get another movie out of it. Absolutely true. It could happen. Resuscitate the things DCU. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like James Gunn will like give a pity sequel to it. <laughs> Toss a little pity sequel their way. That was my plot. Cool. Um, Sorry if it felt like I was reading that for the first time, because essentially <laughs> <were> I <you>? was. <laughs> it was like it was written by a different person. It really was. <laughs> the way you're, you're watching your facial expressions reading that was hilarious. I know <laughs> the listener will not get that experience, but no. Karen was like confused looking at that. Yes. I was just like, I thought there was more to this. <laughs> All right. Well, let me go. Like the Supergirl barely featured in my plot. <laughs> let me go into what I oh, thought. Yes. Is what I think is going to happen in. The cameo and Easter egg-centric movie Flash. Oh, I thought it was called Batman and Supergirl featuring (laughs) Featuring Flash. Flash. (laughs) Yeah, it may as well be. Okay, so we're going to open with what we think is a flashback. Sound familiar? Where we see a nine-year-old Barry Allen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, he's coming down. He hears some sort of like- He's coming down. He's coming downstairs. Okay. Yeah, he's coming down with a fever. No, he hears some like- He hears a shot. Okay. Yeah, here's some like, yeah. I originally was like, oh, he wakes up to hear the shot, but this happens during the day. So I think he must be okay. coming home from school or something. Doesn't really matter, but he comes downstairs to find his mother is dead and his father is holding his mother crying and asking him to call 911. Kid Barry is distraught. He runs out of the house. <laughs> 
Or don't laugh. Stiffly. Don't laugh. He learns how to be a better runner, Kieran. That's okay. part of his character arc. Oh, good. He's learning. And he runs straight past a current version of The Flash. Now, this mm-hmm. is not a nightmare sequence, even okay. though that makes sense. Barry has actually travelled to this moment in time because okay. he has the he, time travel. He, he's using his time travel abilities to go back mm-hmm. and then look at this scene and relive the memory that's, physically. That's right. So That makes sense. The Flash- I like your doesn't idea make sense as well. that the kid just completely ignores him as he's awkwardly and stiffly running past. Mm. Well, he's you know grieving. <laughs> Fair enough. So, but uh, the Flash has previously discovered that he can run faster than the speed of light and enter through the Speed Force and travel speed back force. in time. Yeah, so the Speed Force is a element that is in the comics. Use the Speed Force. Luke. It's. I, I'm probably going to butcher what what it actually is, but it's kind of like this energy that gives right. The Flash and other beings, the ability to move really fast and merging with it and accessing with it is what gives him the ability to time travel and also to go to parallel universes. Okay, cool. Something I had no idea about. It is a comic thing. Yeah, um, okay. And it probably doesn't- Yeah, it, it allows him to bend the laws of physics in okay. his favour. So, we get a stylized opening credit scene with slow motion oh. music and images of Barry. Barry's happy family life with his mother when he's a kid, etc. Mm-hmm. And then when the tragedy happens, it shows his dad going to prison. We're just going to see little right. v- you know, visuals come up. Because this is going going to be like catching up with who Barry is for anybody who doesn't know mm-hmm. the Flash origin story. Shows him becoming the Flash, him with the Justice League, things like that, etc, etc, etc. Now, Barry's now in present day and he's waiting for a coffee order at a cafe. Barry tells the barista that he's in a rush. <laughs> Give me that coffee, bro. Yep. And the barista tells him that he'll be as quick as he can. Barry sees on TV Henry Cavill's Superman is assisting in a volcano crisis yeah. in Guatemala. Oh, well done. Yeah. So, at this point, Barry is a member of the Justice League, but does mm-hmm. not feel that he is an equal or well-respected member well-respected member of the yeah, League. Which is why he has his own movie without any other superheroes <laughs> in it. <laughs> He suddenly gets a phone call from Alfred, so he has to take it away from, you know, mm-hmm. the busy, busy cafe. And Alfred is telling him that Batman needs him. Mm-hmm. Using his super speed, he says he needs him urgently. Using his super speed, he runs to the bathroom, gets changed into his uh, flash suit. And how he does that is he's got a little ring that he presses and it sort of yeah. envelops him, him up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Changes him into his flash costume. He then speeds off to Gotham City to assist Batman. Uh, Batman is trying to defeat some armed robbers who are escaping in an armored car. Mm-hmm. And he does this. He shows off his like cool superpowers, running really fast, you know, beating the What guys. other powers has he got? That's it. That's it. Can he like punch people really hard by using the momentum of his speed? He's got some crazy stuff, man. So he can run up buildings because he's really fast. Like sure. he can run up buildings. He can um, sort of pinball off people. So he can bounce, he can ricochet off sort of buildings and knock into people and bounce them off. He has the power of super talking, so he can talk really fast. Oh, he's got many D's power. Yes, and um, now, now I'm like self-conscious of talking fast now, <laughs> thanks. But, you know, he can talk to other versions of Flash in a in a way that no one else can understand them because he's talking really fast. Great. Yeah. Really useful. Uh, what you know, what does he power? use that power for? Yeah, yeah, nothing. Well, Aquaman can talk under the sea and, you know, what is he Good point. Well, for? at least he can summon dolphins to help <laughs> out. Are you saying Aquaman is cooler than The Flash? Yes. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Because he had his own movie with, him, with no other superheroes in it. <laughs> True. Well, Batman was in that movie. Was he? I guess I'll find out in the no, future. No, I'm, I'm getting confused with another movie. That he, I think that was the Justice Boba League. Boba Fett right? was in it. <laughs> He's in this movie, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I didn't work him into <laughs> I don't Black know Black. where he comes from. Tamora Morrison, what? of course. No, not where he comes from. I don't know where how he fits in with this movie at all. He's there to congratulate Aquaman. In my plot, like, uh, when the Justice League are at the start Mm. of the movie, he turns up and goes, well done, son. You did a good job. (laughs) No, they drink at the bar. Like a bantha. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. They have a drinking game. Yes. And then uh, he gets up and, like, punches a guy. That's my superpower. He gets up and punches a guy who's, like, on the jute box. (laughs) Anyway, back to this movie. So... So, he does this, the criminals are apprehended, and he runs straight back to the cafe, and his order is now ready. Oh, well done. I mm. like that. Little bow on the scene. Well, it did happen in the trailer, Kieran. I can't <laughs> I can't take credit for it. I can't say that I remember the trailer. The barista goes, see, I told you it wouldn't take long. And he's like, yeah, thanks. Asshole. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't give him a tip, gives him the finger, walks mm-hmm. out. So, I think at this point, we need to introduce Iris West. So, I'm going to yeah, say I, that. I introduced her at the exact same point in my plot, too, because I was like, I don't know where she fits in. <laughs> She's got to be here somewhere. So, she's a journalist, right? She is a journalist. That's right. She's not at all like, uh, what's Superman's girlfriend? Lois Lane. Lois Lane, yeah. Yeah, kind of a similar kind of thing. But yeah, so so she's a journalist. She's the love interest. I can't fit her into my plot anywhere else, so she's going to be here. So, I'm going to say that he's bringing her coffee while she's on her break. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Very good. Barry will ask Iris how she feels about the morality behind changing the past. 
Ooh. And she'll be like, I don't know if it's you like, should why do are you that. Talking about this, yeah, what? This is my fifteen-minute break. Why are you bothering me yeah. with this? Uh, Barry will be interrupted by another call from Bruce Wayne slash Batman. He's he's a needy girlfriend. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I need you again. I need you. So, Another booty call, Batman. Yeah, so he says he needs him. So Barry's a little annoyed that the Justice League seems to just call him whenever they need him, you know, straight yeah. away. They're just like, you come right now. We're going to demand it. He's kind of getting over this. So so he tells Iris that some business has but come Batman up. just needs him to, like, help him move. <laughs> yes, he's moving. He's got a lot of boxes that need lifting, Barry. Dude, Wayne Manor would have a lot yeah, of stuff exactly. that he needs to move. It can't just be Alfred. He needs the whole Justice League to help <laughs> to him. To help him move. That. Is a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like Batman moving day. <laughs> Batman moving day. All the Justice League helping Batman move. That'd be fantastic. I actually love that idea. It's like the Aquaman turns up to deliver ice. <laughs> yes, he gets, into, he gets into a fight with a piano. Yeah, just like Mickey Mouse moving day. <laughs> yes. I feel like it's the same thing. What if, I'm so glad you got that reference. Uh, that's such an obscure reference. Green Lantern using his ring powers. Oh, I'd be fantastic. With a fishbowl on his head. <laughs> no, that'd be Aquaman. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway, back to references people understand. <laughs> yes. So he tells um, Iris that he's got some business and he has to leave, yep. changes into his flash gear. But before he runs off, we see the scene that we see in the trailer where a few young people recognize and fangirl over the flash. Okay. The flash asks for their candy bar because yep. of his metabolism and whatnot before zooming off. And I think in the trailer, he gets distracted from another call from Alfred and the candy bar hits him in the face. Yeah, I'm just going right. to put that in there because that's in the trailer. But he zooms sure. off. Whilst in the Batcave, which is where he's meeting Batman, Batman starts chewing Barry out. He tells Barry that he knows he's been using his control over the speed force and time travel to go back to his and childhood. voyeuristically watch his mother being murdered. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. you're a sicko, Barry. Yes. What are you doing? Well- Glad you asked that question, Kieran, even if it was sarcastically, because Barry tells Bruce Wayne that he's trying to figure out uh, who his mother's killer is. Go with okay. me here. I, I think maybe there's a way that, you know, he can't Jared Leto. see it or whatever. I don't know. We'll go with it. But uh, it does, it's, all, it's all falling apart at the seams now that I'm thinking about it. But he, he, he's trying to sort of figure out who his uh, mother's killer is. That's why he's going back in time. And Barry tells Bruce that he's trying to find- Yeah. Who his mother's killer is. Are you going to say it a third time? No, no, no. I'm just saying so he can be brought to justice. Okay. And his father can be exonerated. So Bruce- Okay. All right. That's, that's actually quite good. <laughs> so Bruce tells Barry that it's not right to try to change- the past or the future for that mm. matter. And Barry says, well, you know what? Like, I've been thinking about this and I could save my mother and my father. I could stop them from being murdered. And I can even save your family, Bruce. And Bruce gets mad and tells him that Barry's abilities are not to change the course of history, but to help others. Yeah, okay. Whilst at home, Barry is lying in bed thinking about his mother. Uh, and we'll have some happy flashbacks of when he remembers his mother being alive mm -hmm. and how nice she was. This pain, as well as the annoyance that Bruce Wayne thinks he knows best, makes Barry decide he's going to travel back in time and prevent his mother's death. He's okay. Like, That's it. And I think at this point, he didn't do that because he's like, well, I can't mess with the space-time continuum, but he's yeah. sort of tossing with this- I dilemma. might prevent myself from becoming the Flash. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? Screw it. I deserve a happy life, so I'm going to do it. So, it goes back to the night- Well, sorry. It goes back to the day his mother is murdered. What was the night? Yeah. No, we'll say the day. Doesn't really matter. But anyway, okay. he arrives just before the actual murder happens. There is a scene where Barry pauses time, goes inside. You know, he's running. He doesn't pause time, but he runs so fast. That yeah, yeah, I got you. Clock stopper style. And he put- Exactly, exactly. And he puts his face near where his mother's hand is, simulating her touching his face. We saw that in the trailer. I just okay. tried to shoehorn I don't remember in. that at all. Barry will see- He is a creep. What a weird- He is a little bit. It's going to be very sweet. But Barry will okay. see young him being happy. So, he's going to be watching this from he's outside. upstairs playing Lego. If, if you think he's a creep now, he's going to be watching from the window his, him, <laughs> his, his, his family being happy and him, young, his right. young self being happy. And he'll be like, you know what? This is probably not a good idea. So, he'll start walking away and a strange car will almost hit him and crash. Mm. Oh, no. Who could be in this he car, gets, He gets knocked out, and then he wakes up in uh, his mother's bed. <laughs> she, she falls in love with him. Yeah. yeah. A man in a dark trench coat and hat will come out, pull a gun, Ooh. and point it towards Barry. He will say, ever dance with a devil in a pale moonlight? <laughs> it's Joe Chill from Batman. Not quite. It'll be revealed that it'll be a de-aged Jack Nicholson. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Jack Napier. Joe the, Chill. In that movie, it's Jack Napier who kills Bruce Wayne's parents, sure. not Joe Chill. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the commotion caused all the other houses to kind of like, you know, wait, all the lights sort of turn on and right, people okay. start coming it's out. It's during the day, Matty D. The lights wouldn't be turning on. Well, we're reversing that. It's during the night now. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this will spook a young Jack. 
Bob the Goon will also be there. He was driving the car <laughs> as well. He'll say, Jack, we need to leave. Jack, come on. And What's Jack- the name of the, the actor who plays Bob the Goon? It's Tracy something. Know. Something like Tracy Walters. <laughs> he only ever did one movie. <laughs> no, he was in Chinatown. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was one of uh, Jack Nicholson's little assistants in Chinatown, which is the reason he was in ah, Batman 1989. Because they were friends. That's what, Yeah, that's right. That's how he got the role. So when Jack leaves, he says, see you later, kid, in a deep voice and runs off. Oh, uh, no, I'm wrong. He was in The Two Jakes. Oh, so I'm thinking of Bruce quite. Glover's character. Yeah. Right. So same he thing. Was in same thing. Else. Jack Nicholson directed the two Jakes. Hey, so. Bob the Goon had an action figure, so he's important. Yeah. <laughs> the action figure could kick. <laughs> that was he did more than what he did in the movie. <laughs> this universe's version of Jack Napier was Barry's mother's killer. Okay. Why? Who cares? It, uh, it okay. usually is reversed Flash, but this movie's not getting a sequel, so I don't want to like start that plot line. Okay, like, like I did. You did, so I'm just going to say it's him. So Barry will then time travel forward to present day. So eventually, like yep. Jack Napier left, so his mother never died. He'll travel forward to present day, mm. and we'll see that and now there is- Jack Napier has like a big casino. <laughs> He's married to his mum. Yes. And then Batman, like, on a chalkboard is just like, you've branched off into an alternate 1885. Mm. Well, we know Jack Napier dies because Batman kills him. Okay. But, I mean, that doesn't make sense because this would have happened in the 90s. Anyway, who knows what happens to Jack Napier? Who cares? But yeah. the, the important thing is when they when he comes back to present day, there's chaos in the streets. Alien ships are coming down. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Things yeah, yeah. are exploding and we see Captain Zod will announce that he is- Captain Zod, he's been demoted. <laughs> he's in General Zod. He's attacking Earth. <laughs> That's right. Every military man in Matty Deese was a captain. <laughs> captain. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Can't wait to talk about General Jack Sparrow in the future. <laughs> Shut up. It doesn't matter. They're aliens. Who cares? This movie's yeah, gonna blow. That's a good point. Why do- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't matter? Anyway. That's a good point. Why do aliens have Earth uh, like military rankings? Oh, yeah, it's it's universal, Kieran. Okay, fair enough. So Zod's attacking Earth. He sort of indicates that in, in his announcements to his you know enslaved people because he's going to take over all of them or kill them that he's been planning this for some time. And that Earth's best weapons will not stop him. Barry attempts mm. to call Bruce Wayne and then Diana, but can't get through to any of them. Realizing he can't stop uh, the attack himself, and realizing that pretty much his friends aren't there, all the metahumans have been wiped out because of the events that he did. He travels back to he travels back a little earlier before the Zod invasion. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're both on the same page. Yes. And he goes back to his house, his home. Mm-hmm. Where he realized his parents are still alive and not in jail. And Or dead. Or dead. And so he comes in well, and he's kind he said of alive, so Yeah. He comes in and, you know, he's sort of confused by all this, but they make him breakfast. They jokingly start talking about how disorganized breakfast? he is. Are you sure it's not dinner? It's breakfast in your plot. It's okay. breakfast in my plot. So when his dad says how is school? Like how is school in the five minutes that you could have possibly gone to school since it's breakfast time? <laughs> Oh, yeah, because uh, I'm helping him. The, fla- the Flash, he comes home, doesn't From he? From school, yeah. Okay, so it can be a dinner. Great, I helped him. Yeah, I thought it was cereal he was eating. Hey, that means I get points in the future, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess there so. Yeah, cool. Not that it re- oh, what time of day does Barry eat a meal <laughs> with his parents? Who cares? <laughs> yes. Anyway, anyway. You he's can have cereal uh, for any meal of the day. Essentially, Barry 1 is confused. He then stares outside and sees there's another version of himself coming home. Mm-hmm. He runs out and tackles him. And we see the scene in the they trailer They make where- out. Yeah, they make out. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I mean, is it- That's the conundrum, right? Is it like technically, if they have sex, is it masturbation or is it like- Technically, it would be. Yeah. Anyway. I think Ezra Miller would be into that. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. He does love himself a lot. (laughs) Anyway, back to The Flash. Barry 2 is kind of freaked out by this. Yeah. Um, Now, Barry 2 will be played as an idiot. A lot of the comedy relief- Will be from him. Uh, Barry One will find him obnoxious and annoying. And the audience. He'll also realize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. He'll also realize that due to his parents never dying, Barry never went into forensic and never became the Flash. In fact. So how did he become the Flash? How did he become the Flash? Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't, I don't, okay, wow, okay. I don't know. Jesus, it we're underqualified. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? He became Something the Flash to do with that. lightning, I'm sure. Something like that. His symbol is lightning. Yes. Okay. I've no idea. I, I don't know if he invented a way or he discovered. It was some science thing that he stumbled upon. I'm sure it someone was probably, is he was, right now. He was doing some science. There was chemicals, and then a lightning bolt came down and struck the chemicals, spraying them on him, and then he became the Flash. I'm sure that's really, it. We really should have looked into this, hey? Yeah, yeah. who cares? Someone anyway. write in and tell us. Yes, a 
Flash fan, please write in and tell us. We didn't we didn't want to know so you could tell us. That's right. That's what it is. We want to leave space for the audience to interact with exactly. the show. <laughs> and exactly. we're not just lazy. It's for you to write in and tell us. That's why we deliberately didn't look didn't look it up. <laughs> anyway, so this this version of this version of Barry is aimless and has no direction in life. Yeah. Because, you know, how could he? He has no drive. So we're now going to see a scene with General Zod establishing him as the bad guy. He'll talk, you know, he'll talk he to his space underlings. at this point. Yeah, he's in space at this yeah, point. Okay. He's talking to his underlings about his plans to attack Earth. This movie will treat him a lot like Thanos in the Avengers when he becomes okay. aware of his downfall in other universes. So just hanging around wearing a singlet for some reason. <laughs> That's right. He and has being a mopey. <laughs> and being mopey. No, he just he just becomes aware that in other universes he fails. So he's has oh, okay, this, wow. has this arrogance that he's going to change that. Gonna How does he know that he exists in other universes he'll, and, and failed? He'll find this out through the events of the movie. Okay. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Barry One will realize the only person that can help him is Bruce Wayne. So, he's going to try to find him in this alternate universe that he's now okay. in. Uh, sure. You know, at this point also, he realizes that no metahumans are alive and they never existed. You already said that. Yeah, I already said that. But I think the conversation with Barry where okay. he's just like, whatever happened? Like, who, 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 you know, where's Superman? He'll be like, super, what? Wonder what? What are you talking about? Superpowers? No one has that Acro- here. That's, what? That's comics book stuff. Okay. <laughs> or whatever. You know, so that's when he'll realize this. So, in my plot, yeah, the version of Bruce Wayne is played by Michael Keaton. I think he pretty much said the exact same thing. I thought there could be a way that they could- I I think it's just cleaner to say that. So, he travels to Wayne Manor. Barry. The Barrys. The Barrys. just one of them? Yeah. No, both of them do, because both of them are in the trailer doing this. And he thinks it's going to be Affleck, but actually it's old man Keaton. Mm -hmm. 71-year-old Keaton. Good job, man. Wow. Jesus. Didn't realize he was that old. Batman. Yeah. So- Batman does exist in this universe, but he's in part of a Justice League and he is a vigilante, no superpowers. So, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. that still fits in there. This part of the movie will be just fan service and Easter eggs with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. from the 1989 movie. Keaton will make some side comments. What's that? And the sequel. Yes, and, and, the, and the second movie as well. Yeah, the, the Batman Returns. Uh, he'll make a lot of side comments about stuff we know from the two Burton movies. Barry will also walk around Wayne Manor being impressed by stuff. Such as the bat pole where they slide down and they maybe like gets on his Batman outfit well, as they slide you down. Know, you know, name it. We see him looking at the bat Batmobile. Plane. We see him, uh, you know, going through. I-, I bet there'll be a scene where he'll look at the mirror and be like, oh man, imagine Bruce if- Vane is what they should call him. Who is this guy? Imagine if Michael Goff came back as, I know he's dead, but imagine if Michael Goff came back to be uh, Alfred Pennyworth in this one. If they like CGI'd Michael Goff. No, there'll be no Alfred in this. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Alfred I mean, that- left years ago. He fired Alfred. <laughs> well, you know, it'll be- They'll say Alfred's there. Well, they just won't even talk about Alfred at all. Like that scene in The the Dark Knight Rises where uh, he fires Alfred and in the next scene he's just like, Alfred, can you get the door? <laughs> it was yes. so stupid. Yeah. So, Barry will tell Bruce what's happened and that something bad is going to happen in the future. I that letter. That General Zod. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Any Anytime we can get some Michael Caine in this show is great. Uh, General Zod is planning to attack and overtake Earth. That's what he says mm-hmm. to Bruce. Uh, and he says there's no metahumans left to stop him. Bruce is amazed that Barry was able to save his parents because it's something Bruce could never do. He's mm. trying to fight, you know, dictated his whole, whole life. life fighting crime. Exactly. In the false hope. Exactly. That I'll bring back my parents and you actually did. You actually did. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you want to get nuts. <laughs> Come on, let's get nuts. So, Bruce- His uh, catchphrase. His catchphrase. Yeah. That's right. I hated that line in the original movie. I thought it was the most cringy. Yeah, and he doesn't movie. even say it as Batman in the original movie. It's Bruce Wayne, yeah. And like he just said it just to try and throw the Joker off mm. his game. And then now they're making it out in this new movie. Like that's something Batman says all the time. It's it's they, they, they're trying. If to anything, s- his catchphrase is "I'm Batman." Yeah, which he does say in this movie as well. But yeah. you know, they're so desperate for like references to that movie that they, they go back the to the worst line. line. The worst line in that whole movie, and then treat it like it's his catchphrase. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, it's there. So, um, oh, I, I, I'm shocked as you. Okay, so Bruce asks why Barry doesn't just go back to a, you know go to another universe instead of trying to save this one. And Barry says it's because this is the universe where my family is alive, mm. and I want that happy ending. Because Bruce is the info guy, he knows that there's another alien being kept in prison. So right, okay. He says he just know, knows this. Yeah, well, they're talking about metahumans. He's like, well, there's no real metahumans. General, oh, Zod's- except for this one guy we know. General Zod's an alien, but I do have information that they're keeping another alien in a prison. And Barry goes, wait. That's probably Cal Al. Ding! So they decide to so go. He refers down. to Clark Kent by his original name. <laughs> yep. Okay. 
Well, Barry does. Okay, fair enough. So, obviously, Barry's fine. He's he's the Flash. Batman's all set, but they've got this other fucking third wheel guy. So, they, so Bruce Wayne's going to invent a super speed suit for Barry. And that's okay, how he gets wow. his Flash powers. Okay, so Batman makes the suit mm-hmm. for Barry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it's not Barry just there with, like, a little saw blade cutting the ears off a bat suit. What? <laughs> you know, like, because he uh, in my plot, he makes the his suit out of an old Batman suit by spray painting and altering it. So, oh. he can't have the little bat ears on top, so he's got to saw them off. <laughs> he's got to saw them off. Yeah. Or, like, try to, like, bend them so they look like wings. Yeah, little lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Oh, lightning bolts is what it is, yeah. Yeah, not quite. I mean, he, he, I think it's like a blue suit in the trailer, but anyway. They go to- Yeah, who cares exactly? Uh, they use the bat plane to go into like a snowy area. I don't know where that where it's going to be. A snowy area. A snowy area. Yeah. I thought Russia, but I don't think they're going to reference that at all. So, so they're going to find uh, Red Guardian. <laughs> yeah, that'd be and, uh, it's Black Widow similar. And uh, what's the second Black Widow called? Florence Pugh's character. Oh, what is her name? White Widow. Yeah. She's White Widow. There you go. Yeah. Crossover. Imagine that. Then it's, that movie- it, would- no, Well, there's no crossover happening, but we are getting a sequel, so- <laughs> Just you wait until we do that episode. That'll be fun. Oh, no. I can't believe that we're getting a secret from that. Anyway, anyway, so they parachute in. Uh, we see this in the trailer, the gag where, you know, Batman fo- like goes down and they fall. He doesn't need a parachute because he he's got his uh, gliding wings. Exactly, exactly. They fight a bunch of guards in an action scene. It turns- So, Barry 2, Barry 2 has some level of superpowers yes. here because he has a suit that Batman invented, yeah. right? And it's going to be okay. him learning how to use this suit okay. as well. He's going to be kind of useless okay, yeah. until the end of the movie. Or all the way through, you know. Um, <laughs> it turns out that the prisoner is Supergirl and she's mm-hmm. really overpowered. She'll, like, come out and she'll start swinging, beating everybody up when they break her out. I saw in the trailer she looks very damaged, so I think they're going to attack her. She was her. just starving in my plot. Yeah. not feeding her great. Yeah, because uh, Barry actually, like, picks her up and, and rescues her. So, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. They go back to the Batcave. There's a gag about Supergirl's S and what that is. There's a yeah. scene where uh, Barry, too, thinks it means Supergirl and he goes, no, it means hope I get it all. It's a Stussy S, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be sick. Uh, Barry will then tell her that he saved her because it's the right thing to do and this will convince her to join them. Uh, You know, padding out this movie, there's going to be times where they thought Zod's minions coming and going in different places and show off them working as a team, doing character building stuff, showing off their powers, but the climax of the movie will happen. Uh, I didn't say in a desert. I just said in like the main city area because okay. that's what- Not in a desert in Matty Dees. Not in a desert in Dees. In the main city area. It's essentially going to be- Gotham City? It's essentially going to be- Metropolis? New- wait, wait, wait. It's essentially going to be New York, but it might actually be in Metropolis or Gotham City okay, or some go. other made up comic Londinium? Londinium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's what London's called in the Batman universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, the writers for this stuff sometimes are yeah. just like, yeah, let's do it. We're like, we'll throw it out there. Print it. Print it out. They're not going to make movies about this in like years' time. Yeah. Print it out. The attack uh, Barry saw in, in present day is now here. Mm-hmm. We come full circle, and our heroes will start to fight Zod and Zod's, you know, people. The fight scene will be spectacular, or that's the intention. You haven't got big fight, bad CGI. Big <laughs> fight, bad CGI. Uh, everyone will have their moment Do you to think shine. This, the CGI will be bad in this in this fight scene. Well, that's a ju- very judgmental thing to say, but I think yeah. the CGI is not going to be too great all the way through. Okay, the whole movie is going to be dodgy CGI. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I think specifically for me, it's just this final fight I guess, scene. I guess that's where they, they ran out of money. <laughs> they paid Keaton and they're yeah. like, oh no! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they paid the rights to all the Batman stuff. They're like, oh it's no! Been so long writing like little references to other movies that like, we're actually going to put a plot in here too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I'm going to say that other characters will appear as well. Nicolas Cage's Superman. Oh, so Superman is in this universe as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there you go. They're gonna, they're gonna all come somehow. They're gonna universe jump just because. Oh, like just a hole appears and they come from other universes, mm-hmm. like the villains in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Okay, does it have to make sense? No. Yes. <laughs> it's nope, your plot. It does not. So Nicholas Cage will appear as Superman. Gal Gadot will appear as Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Uh, since they can universe hop as well. Yeah. Not Linda Carter in your in your version. No. Okay. Fair enough. They would have to uh, CGI her because she's a lot older now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, not not yet. So that's going to be okay. their cameo. And just for fun, I'm also going to predict old Flash with his helmet's going to make a return. So like, which one? Uh, Wally. It's just going to be like it's going to be like an old man Flash. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, but he's in his original suit, which has like the helmet with the wings, okay, and the yeah. blue pants. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I got you. And Linda Carter is okay. going to is going to appear as Wonder Woman at this point. Black Adam is going to appear. What? 
And as in Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Dwayne Black the Rock Adam? Johnson, yeah, he he needs work. Yeah, so he refused to be in uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, but this is the project that he's like, oh, that's the one I'm doing. He got humbled. Okay, I guess so. I mean, he's back in the Fast and Furious universe, mm-hmm, so exactly. And George Clooney's Batman will appear. Oh, great! You have him too. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Okay, so they all defeat Zod, and just as Zod is about to, you know, be defeated, Flash will not deliver the killing blow, showing mercy. So it's going to be different to what happened in right. Man so of he's Steel. not going to break Zod's neck. No. Okay. No. So we'll send him to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> it shows like the difference between Flash and maybe the other superheroes. Fair enough. Zod will then tell them that the world is ending anyway. His big machine that is going to destroy the world is already set in motion and can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. The Barrys will have an argument about whether they should change the past. And for Maybe some- Terence Stamps, General Zod will show up as well. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. And those two other guys who follow uh, General <laughs> Zod around. The strong those- guy and the girl, yeah. In that original movie, yeah. That'd be sick. Or the original Lex Luthor. Oh, Gene Hackman. Uh, <laughs> he could do it. Uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's- Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's no- I thought that too. I was like, it'd be- No, they're not yes. going to do that. There might be children in this movie. There's already enough controversy. Yes. <laughs> with the casting of this movie. Yes. They eventually realise that it's going to be really hard to reverse the effects of time, but two flashes together can do it. Go with me. Mm. So, they each run away from each other, <laughs> creating this weird kind of time thing. Go with me. Okay. Um, Very descriptive. Yes, yes. Everything was reversed. The timeline is now restored. All right, so he didn't even have to do anything. They just went back in time, Mm -hmm. and then they're like fixed. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll they'll stop whatever happened at the start. Sorry, mom. Without with stopping stopping Barry from you know stopping the killer. He just tackles Barry one. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so everything is all good. Uh, this will be done to some dramatic music. Also, this movie will make a big deal out of Michael Keaton saying goodbye to Barry. So th- he survives in your version. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it could be plausible that he dies in this movie, but I don't think they're going to do that because I think that you know it'll, right. it'll upset people. So, but okay. there's going to be like this, like really sentimental goodbye. Because let's face it, this is Keaton's movie. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's not the Flash's movie, no, even no. though it's called the Flash. Yeah. So, since the DCU is not in a good place at the moment, I don't expect there to be a follow-up movie. Mm. No matter how popular this movie could be, I think they're going to still try to set something up, though. So, the ending will be Barry reading a note to himself where he confesses his love for Iris. He goes to her place of work and notices there's a bruise on her and decides, you know what, it's better not to tell her the truth and let her live her life without knowing who Barry is and that Barry is the Flash. You don't understand what I'm referencing here. I'm I'm, I'm doing the the Spider-Man thing. No, that's not going to happen. What I actually think is going to happen is everything will go back to normal and Shazam will appear, meet up with Barry. Uh, Shazam! Yep. He'll fanboy all over him and ask him to be in the Justice League. Well, he'll ask, can I be a part of the Justice League? He becomes kind of like the new Barry. You know how Barry was like the runt of the Justice League now? She's is. Okay. Wow. Okay. You're, you're clamoring at desperate straws here. Yep. A few DCU. bonus predictions here. This movie okay, will be going. an origin story without being an origin story. How so? But, uh, well, just what I said, like, it'll it'll tell the story about how Flash became the Flash. Oh, okay. We'll see these elements. Okay, yeah. cool. And also- Barry too learning about his powers will kind of be like an origin story sure. of how he becomes the he Flash just has a suit, in a though. way. Yeah, he has a suit, but he needs to learn about okay. how his powers work and all this stuff and build his character and things like that. So it's kind of going to be an origin story in that respect. So he's like the Hulk in Infinity War with his Hulkbuster suit. I guess so. The, the, the suit gives the powers, yeah. Mm. Uh, the Flash will be sidelined. I mean, yeah. we both know this. I think it will- Okay, here's something that I you probably will disagree with, or maybe you won't, I don't know. But I think it'll surprisingly be well-received. Yeah. Enough that they might try to make another movie or TV show out of it, but I don't see that happening. Mm. I, I think it could affect another Keaton Batman project or something similar to this. Oh, okay. I predict that Kieran will say- it was fine. Anytime Batman was on screen was good, but the rest of the movie I didn't Wow, really that's like. a bold prediction, given <laughs> that I don't like the 1989 Batman movie. Uh, there's going to be so many cameos and Easter eggs, I wouldn't even be able to guess all of them and everybody that'll appear in the movie. Uh, I know Thomas Curry is supposed to be in there, so I'm just going to shoehorn him. that? Uh, that is uh, Aquaman's father. Oh, you're saying yeah. the character's name is Thomas Curry? character's Carrey. name is T- Thomas Curry. Okay, cool. I got yeah. you now. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And that is my plot for better or for worse. Well done. Thank you. There's a lot in there. It was actually longer than my plot. Yeah. Well, I think we drew it out, but yeah. Yeah. I think you had more in it than I did, so I'm really keen. We can go see the movie right now. I'm really keen to see who's closer. I I, I don't want to be arrogant here, but I think we got this. Fair enough. I think we got this. We had a lot of differences, but one of us surely has to have got this. Out of the two of us, you know, maybe one of us might get a little bit close. We'll see. We'll We'll see see. a giant spider. 
Yeah, a giant mechanical spider being ridden by Nicolas Cage. Maybe there's going to be a lot of like, uh, you know, superhero DC properties just like cheering on as the final fights happen. And we'll see like yeah. Danny DeVito in the background cheering the and Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Just like in Space Jam. They might play legacy. a basketball game, yeah. Yeah, geez. And it'll be really overlong and we will hate it. So, yeah. All right. So, that's everything that we think is going to happen in The Flash. But have you not seen the movie yet? Do you have any theories on what you think is going to happen in this upcoming The Flash movie? You can let us know. Or if you've seen the movie, you can let us know your thoughts on it. Did you like it? Did you hate it? What did you like about it? What did you hate about it? You can let us know in several places. You can hunt us down on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Potentialspoilerspod is all one word, of course, as as is standard with most email addresses. Or you can just leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site, and we will read it. We will. So, now that we're done talking about The Flash, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Matty D looks like a massive weight has just lifted off his shoulders. I really didn't want to talk about this movie at all. I'm sure it's going to be fine and good and fun, but I did not want to talk about it. I have been dreading this plot prediction for years now. I put it off so much because I just didn't want to We were supposed to be talking about this movie in 2021, (laughs) by the way. It's been on the schedule since 2021, and the day is finally here. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen in that movie. Now it's done. We don't have to worry about it. We can just watch the movie and enjoy it or or who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, now that we're done, cast the the flash from your mind and let's discuss what we're going to be talking about next week. As is standard, we're going to return to the world of actual spoilers where we go back and look at a movie we covered in the past and see how close we got to predicting it. And next week, we're going back to the world of G.I. Joe as we talk about the origin movie Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one. A movie that nobody saw and nobody remembers. <laughs> but we saw it and we both predicted it, so I can't wait to see who was closer. Here we go. What a fun one. I don't even remember if I like this movie or I not. I don't remember anything about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be like I'm seeing it for the first time. <laughs> All right, so please join us next week where we're going to be discussing how well we did with predicting Snake Eyes. And until then... Until then, we're going to run faster than the speed of light, go back to the start of this episode and fix our plots. Mm. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. All right, you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. But you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Because I just wrote a song about how I'm going to kick all your butts. Stop it!